All right, let's see. Uh, let's see what Ben uh, Ippolito has to say on the Australia desk. You remember Ben, ATC Ben? Oh my, yes, my buddy. The didgeridoo means it's time for the Australia news desk. Here's two of the craziest guys we could find south of the equator. It's Steve Vischer and Grant McHaren from the Plain Crazy Down Under podcast. Dateline, 18th of February, 2013. Well, good day, folks, and welcome back to the Australia Desk for episode 236. Well, Grant, I tell you what, it's been a pretty quiet uh, week here in aviation. We've got a few quick stories to uh, to run through here. Oh, and uh, I, don't, I don't know, man. It hasn't been that quiet, has it? I mean, you know, Qantas tells the ACCC to go shove it when the ACCC asks them to uh, print a redacted version of their uh, <clears throat> master coordination agreement with Emirates. Uh, that's pretty big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think we've covered that story enough the last few weeks. So uh, what about this one? The uh, RAAF returns its uh, British aerospace hawks to the air. I didn't even know they were grounded. Yeah, what? They were grounded? Wait a minute. We didn't really notice down here. When did that happen? Oh, hey, probably about the same time that Finnair decided they'd start flying back to Australia. Sort of, kind of. But, you know, maybe everyone's starting to play the Monty Python song. You know, Finland, Finland, Finland. Yeah, that's true. Well, here's another one. Garuda Indonesia introduces uh, Jakarta to Perth. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, we sort of mentioned that Last time when we were saying that they were so, trying to gear up to be able to do uh, their competition to the kangaroo route and go to London via Jakarta. That's what they're seeming to be building to. Yeah, well, I think we might cover that because, to be honest with you folks, we're right in the middle of our preparations for the Australian International Air Show Series, and uh, we haven't had a lot of time to prep for this one. But uh, i tell you what, uh, one article that did come across our desk uh, concerns air traffic control, and we know if we talk about that, even Rob won't complain. So uh, helping yeah, us... Hey, we might be able to go for two hours. That's right. So helping us out with that is our resident air traffic controller here at Plane Crazy Down Under, ATC Ben. How are you, Ben? I'm good, folks. Um, I just I did come across this one the other day, so I thought I'd try and sneak it in there and get myself a gig on the Oz desk while I'm at it. Okay, so this article here is in australianaviation.com.au, and it says Lockheed Martin proposes ATM platform for Australia. So I'm assuming that means they're going to put automatic telemachines in all the air traffic control centres. Is that right? Uh, no, uh, it's actually the air traffic management platform. Uh, we have a program at the moment called OneSky, where we're trying to replace the uh, air traffic management systems that are put used both in the civil and the military environment because at the moment SL's uh, air services we use one system and uh, the Australian Defence Force uses a completely separate system. The idea going forward is to both of us use the same system so then of course you've got a lot of uh, synergies and things that come forward from that. Well, that sort of links up with everything we've been talking about over the last few years about uh, tighter integration between defence and uh, and civil and uh, opening military airspace and having military controllers do more civilian stuff on those combined operation bases, things like that. Is that it? That's that's right. So this this is uh, going to be the, the software system that uh, those of us on the front line are going to get to use every day of the week. And Lockheed Martin has put their hand up and said, well, they're going to use their uh, Skyline Enterprise uh, platform as their uh, bid for for the program. Uh, it's it's going to go out to tender later this year. So that's, mm. it's going to be an interesting uh, Avalon, I, I believe, because uh, Lockmart said they're going to bring their platform to uh, Avalon, and I dare say all the other players will too. Oh, well. oh, it sounds like uh, we know what uh, Ben's going to be doing when he's on the team at Avalon. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Looks like uh, you'll be quite busy with a lot of interviews there, mate. It sounds like it. Now, of course, so the interesting thing here, of course, is that it, it also has to be compatible with uh, ADSB, which is uh, obviously it's already in use here in Australia in a limited fashion, but uh, we know that uh, they want to expand its use over time. So obviously any, any new technology that comes in here is going to have to be compatible with that. That's right. It has to be completely backwards compatible with what we, what we have now with a variation of different 
kinds of radars and the ADS-B technology. And then, um, yes, moving forward, it's going to become all ADS-B over time, I would imagine, um, except for maybe the approach areas and things like that. Uh, but ADS-B is going to become the uh, the primary technology as we keep moving forward. Now, Australia uses a derivation of the Eurocat system. Is that right currently? That's right. We use a, um, the Australian Advanced Air Traffic System. TATS. Shortened down to TATS. Because uh, we love an acronym in aviation. Absolutely. So, so, <laughs> What's one more between friends? That's right. So, is the, so would the idea be that this system would, would sort of come in and, and overlay over the top of the current two systems, or is this the idea is to replace both current systems with this one? No, this, this is uh, One Sky Australia is going to be a complete replacement of uh, of TATS uh, for the civil side, and uh, I believe the military system is called ADATS, um, which is about two years older. Than, than TATS itself. Um, there's just the two different different systems that uh, they use. The civil system is uh, is a Eurocat-based platform, which is done by TELUS, uh, which is a French company. And uh, ADATS, I believe, is based on a Raytheon platform. So, uh, But going to the, the combined one, it, it should uh, allow a lot more synergies, especially when you, you get to places like uh, Sydney and just north of Sydney where they interface with Williamtown and also... Uh, in Perth, where you've got Pierce, which is just to the north of uh, the Perth International Airport, there by about, about ten miles north. Plus, in Adelaide, where you've got Edinburgh, Darwin, which is a combined operation, and Canberra, where you you have the the RAF base on the side of it. So, quite a bit of uh, bit of areas where they can overlap. Hey, that's right. So the the theory then being that the Air Force and the civil side will will share the same picture and uh, the air force is obviously going to be able to see different different bits and pieces uh, that are going to be unique to their system that we're not going to get to see uh, which is all security and, and all that sort of thing based and um, you know we we obviously don't need to know about all their secret squirrel stuff but we will be able to see a common picture so it might further down the line allow for things like uh, letting a a medical aircraft straight through a restricted area without having to deactivate the restricted area mm. in the first place and things like that. Yeah, well, it's basically allowing you an air traffic control picture but not a tactical uh, layout of, of a potential battle space, I guess, is, is is what they'd be doing there. Yeah, that's right. So they're, they're in a tactical sense, they'd be looking at it more as a battle space uh, sort of picture and they, they have different uh, things, obviously, that they record on. You know, yep. I don't I don't really care, you know, how much how many missiles are FA-18's got left or whatever they can see on their, their screen about a different their different targets and what they keep track of. But obviously the military side of it is, is of no use to me in, in my job. I just need to know, you know, where it wants to go and how fast and what level. So one sky becomes a one true system to in the darkness bind them. <laughs> That's right. Oh, dear. You've been waiting for weeks to use that, Grant, I'm sure. Well, that sounds good. And, uh, you know, uh, surprisingly, that actually makes a lot of sense to me. If they bring uh, any any system that uh, does this sort of thing in, I think it would be a good idea. So uh, I guess we'll begin for some interesting and exciting times in the world of air traffic control here in Australia uh, over the coming years. Yeah, it's going to be a very uh, interesting thing to see uh, what system is actually selected and uh, what it's actually going to look like to the end user. <laughs> and how it gets deployed. Oh, that's always a wonderful thing in a live operation like air traffic control. Yeah, so well, that, that might be a very interesting thing, but uh, we've got a few years to go before uh, we get to that. They're uh, at this stage talking the end of the decade, I believe. Well, mate, it certainly sounds like you're living in interesting times. 
Well, folks, uh, of course, uh, Ben can uh, talk to us all night about air traffic control, and if you'd like to know more about uh, how air traffic control works here in Australia, you can always uh, send an email to geeks at airplanegeeks.com or you can fly one over here to us, playingcrazydownunder at gmail.com, and just write question for Ben and we'll, uh, we'll send it on to him. We like giving Ben lots of work, don't we, Grant? Oh, totally. It's great because it means that you're not giving me work. Yeah, that's right. And uh, speaking of the Australian International Air Show, as we were just before, and speaking of generating work for lots of us, next week as we record, it'll be the day before the air show starts. And we'll be down there for all six days of that air show. We're taking a team of seven this year, and we've even rented a house out that side of town, so uh, we're going to have a great old time. I don't know whether we'll get much work done, but we'll have a great time. Party. I mean, sorry, work, work, work hard, yes. There you go. And, folks, uh, if you haven't caught up with our show, Playing Crazy Down Under, uh, for a while, well, episode 100 has just been released, and uh, we'd invite you to come and have a listen to our show. 100 episodes has taken a lot of work. It's taken us about four and a bit years to get there. We don't uh, re- produce shows quite as uh, efficiently as Max does, but, uh, yeah, we got there in the end. Yeah, it takes us a little bit longer. I think it's because we're still using clay tablets for some things. That's it. Well, this is Australian internet. Everything works slower here. Uh, yeah, but, you know, mostly. <laughs> Anyhow. So that's everything we have for you on this week's Australia Desk. Until next week, I'm Steve Fisher. And I'm Grant McCarran. I'm ATC Ben. Cheers, folks. We'll see you next week at Avalon. All right. Well, you know, it's always great to hear from ATC Ben. Hopefully, we'll hear more from him in the future. You know, th- those guys are working on their episode 100, the big one. So I'm pretty excited to uh, who knows what those guys are going to do. My guess is they're probably going to make some kind of a cheap shot comment about how close that is to my age. <laughs> if I know those, That's those a good idea. kangaroo killers down there. <laughs>